love fitness. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about what your business is. So Alev Fitness is an intentional activewear that I created back in 2018. Um, I was a trainer at the time, still am, but I wanted to create, I kind of got tired of exchanging time for dollars. So I'm like, how can I create something for myself that um, is a little bit you know, bigger than myself? That's something that people could resonate with. And I was always big on self-development. Uh, the gym room. I was gonna say that's a big thing for any gym fitness too. Yeah, Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins. I'm like, okay, how do we um, just tie something in that that can resonate with people like that? And I'm like, okay, I'm on the path to growth every single day. Started creating, started drawing something up. I'm like, okay, how about elevate? I'm like, all right, that's a little too long, you know, in this industry. So like, how do we shorten it up and make it? Uh, just a little bit easier for the consumer. So I created ELEV, Elev. Um, I love fitness. And then I was always big on words of affirmation. Um, what's his name? Eric Thomas. He used mm-hmm. to do the... Uh, um, All the motivational ba- videos. Yeah. <laughs> how bad do you want it? Do you, how bad do you want it? You know, he's talking about like the story of like the guru at 5 a.m. on the beach. And um, I ended up buying some... some the drowning sh- kid, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> Giovanni Ruffin, I think he was. He was a, a, a football player, and he was trying to get into the NFL. But he wore the the shirt, take no days off. And I was always like, yo, I need this shirt, bro. <laughs> and I was like searching for the shirt, and I got, I bought a few tank tops from them. And the words of affirmation was just so big to me. And I'm like, okay. Um, so I just started like, I kind of took that concept. I'm like, all right, what are the things that take for us to be on the most elevated path of ourselves, right? And so like blessed, faith, humble, patience, all these words of affirmation, I'm like, all right, I wanted to start putting them on some high quality pieces um, and then find a logo that can kind of resonate. That's not too crazy, but minimalistic, but still intentional. And that's when I created like, I started drawing up um, like the wings and then figuring out the font and I, I put it all together, man. And then, um, yeah, and that's how I came up with Alev Fitness. And yeah, so that was, that's the brand right there. How did, how did you go into the apparel side of it? How did that come about? Like, when did you know you wanted to do clothes and not, I don't know, maybe more on the training or fitness plan? Where did, where did clothes come in? Okay. So honestly, it was inspiration from a few of the fitness industry leaders right now, such as like uh, Christian Guzman with Alpha Lee, Max Tuning with, he had a brand, he still has a brand called Ever Forward. He's on the Sour Strips now. Um, Shali with Anaka. So these people that are all in Texas, they're all like in-house community. And I just saw the life that they were living on YouTube. And again, you're just projecting like your highlights and your downs. But, you know, cool thing about it is they will show your the vulnerability side as well. That's and, the important thing. I, I think or I know with social media, it's so easy to fall in some black hole trap of there's always someone that's already there living this perfect life, doing it, and it's, it's all fake bullshit, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so you need that vulnerability, that realness to be like, all right, they're motivating, but I can tell they're real, and they're going through the same normal challenges that I am. 
Uh, and when you can kind of make it personable, that's when it takes off mentally. Yeah, correct. So they were showcasing that. And to add to that real quick, and then that still is a struggle, right? The non-comparison, like we Always. talked about before this, uh, before hitting the record button. But I saw that life and I'm like, yo, I, I, would that be so cool to just record what I do throughout the whole day? And just, um, I just saw the success in his business. Obviously there's things behind there that he's not showing completely of what goes on behind the business until you're doing it. And then you're like, wow, this is a lot more than I thought about. And it's going to stretch me and it's going to grow me in areas that I never thought I was going to grow in, you know? Um, and so that, I just wanted to kind of replicate that. I wanted that lifestyle a little bit, man. I'm like, okay, well, maybe if I create a product instead of service for dollars, it's going to be a product for dollars. So that's when I was like, okay, I do like clothes. I'm in the gym all day. Um, I'm rocking active wear. So instead of buying, you know, Nike all the damn time, why don't I just create my own stuff and create my own thing? And um, how do I go about that? You know, and then I just started doing more research and finding manufacturers and uh, so yeah it was, was the apparel there, there has to be a, a crazy learning curve to learn material and details in that whole realm right like I like clothes but I wouldn't know where the fuck to start with the clothing brand yeah I wanted it okay so straight vulnerability I wanted it fast in the beginning I wanted it to to I just wanted to get the dollars, right? Because I was looking at the money because I grew up in, um, not from money, you know, from a mid-class. And so I wanted to generate money at first. So I was like, okay, how do we get this? Um, I did a lot of research. Obviously, Google's going to be your best friend with anything. All your answers are on Google, man. (laughs) And so, and YouTube, YouTube University, right? And so did a bunch of research, how to get the manufacturers uh, through Alibaba and then finding the manufacturers. And then that's when I started eating the shit, right? Um, you're like, oh, you want a business? All right, let's put the money up now. And you're like, whoa, so it's it's $80, $100 for a sample, one piece overseas to ship to you. And you're telling me it might not be the exact measurements, exact quality. <laughs> and uh, Peter, I swear, I, I've gotten samples, bro, where I spent like $200 and this was just garbage. Like and I shit. literally, garbage, thrown in the trash. $200, psh, gone. And it's just like, wow, you have to, those are the learning curves you talk about, right? Like having to put your money up and be okay with losing it just to get a, a, a piece that is proper. But then it's, there's a whole different other side. Who are you going to sell to? do you, who knows about your product? Who are you, man? You know, like building your self brand. And that was one of my biggest struggles. I don't really want to get too far off. It was like, I didn't, I had the local community, but I don't have an online presence. So, you know, that was one of the struggles that I had to kind of deal with, um, with creating this brand as well. Did you figure out that local needed to be first to kind of help get you going? So in the beginning, like the first few launches, the product was, oh, it was okay. It was all right. Like I had some high quality, not high quality, like mid quality shirts. Um, and I just put up like, I think it was like $7,000 up front, but it was like three colored shirts, one, uh, V one leggings, one color, a hundred pieces. And I'm like, I have all this gear now. And I'm like, oh shit, I don't have people to sell to online, you know? So, <laughs> so you bought it all first with no like marketing plan. Exactly. My marketing plan was already at the time it was that whole follow, unfollow, uh, <laughs> comment people on Instagram. Um, I didn't know about like, I had no idea about like Facebook ads, Instagram ads and all that. So I'm just like, 
ignorance of the whole thing. I'm like, I just know I can, I want to do this. I'm going to take a shot. I'm going to die one day. So let's do it right now. You know? So I took that shot. And then, um, once I got that pieces, I started selling a little bit. Um, and then I realized like, wow, this is actually going to be, I have a lot of gear left over. How am I going to move this? And, um, Thankfully, I was working at a, a gyms that people, my community, locally at a powerlifting gym, was supporting me, and they would like buy pieces. And it was just moving super slow, and it wasn't up until like uh, I almost quit it, like back in. That was gonna be what I was gonna ask, dude. It was almost so so close. And my girlfriend now, um, when we first started talking at the time, she was like, she instilled life in me. She's like, let's just get this. Let's let's do it. If you really want it, like I'm gonna help you out. Let's do it. And I'm like, okay. It's reignited in in me. And then she's like, we need to start doing events, like pop up events. And so I started signing up for Crunch events. Um, Crunch is a local gym here in Orlando, and started signing up for events. Started selling the gear a lot more. Now getting my brand and and people's faces and uh, connecting with more humans. And I think that's. At the time, I was working at a gym called the Training Spot, and um, one of the head coaches there, he kind of um, instilled in me that with any business, no matter what, what's going to make that business thrive and succeed is community, Mm -hmm. community, people, right? So that's where I was like, okay, I had to do a little shift of just a whole shift. I'm like, okay, let me get the community involved. So I started doing more events actually caring about people and connecting with them and then hosting uh, fitness events um, once a month just to get people involved and then started doing CrossFit events, um, bodybuilding events, just to get the brand out there and meet more athletes in different spaces. And it's now it's starting to pick that momentum up. Um, and now as it's picking up, I have I'm facing other Challenge. Yeah. yeah, other challenges. It's a revolving door of challenges. Yeah. It doesn't stop. And I think that's what I love about what you just said, and it's kind of the connection with, one, why I started the pod, but two, also what every single person I've had on brings up is it's not, it can't be about the product. It has to be about the people first, and then the product has to f- align with how does this help the people Cause then those people are going to want to help me. If I care about them, they care about me and communities, the, the whole thing, right? This is why I focus on central Florida first. Cause I want us to build up our own community first and let our own community hear about what we're doing within the community. Cause people are going to be a lot more supportive, a lot more into it um, when it's their own community and not just someone else's out there. Correct. And that's, um, and I'm learning that still, you know, I still am learning that, uh, the challenge now that I'm facing is, is building a team because you realize, and I'm sure, you know, you have multiple businesses that you're juggling your hats, right? Mm -hmm. Like we just talked about, you have to be the editor, you have to be the marketing guy. You have to learn all these pieces in order to delegate these tasks in order to move more efficient and smoother. Um, so that you can be the person that's just out there shaking the hands and just connecting with people and, and showing them what you have to offer. Obviously, quality. So with Lev, it's like, 
Um, we're big. Our number two, our two biggest things are customer service and quality. The quality always has to be like top tier now. Um, Good. And the customer service, if something happens to a piece, we'll always, if we have it in stock, we replace it for you. If not, we give you some sort of um, account, like uh, accommodation for it. And like a credit. Store credit. Yeah. Just try to give find a solution to that problem to make the person happy about at least how the situation played out of course because if i was in that situation i this is how that's how i would want to be treated as well for customer loyalty you know because you gotta bite the bullet at least one time and then that that person's gonna stay with you because that mm -hmm. means a lot to someone it just hey i get it there's a fuck up i understand that's on me we'll Mm -hmm. fix it Mm -hmm. and if you own up to it people are a lot more understanding of knowing that shit happens when that person is can acknowledge that they did the shit or whatever it is and then when you're like hey i got you and then it's like all right well cool then you know i got you too yes exactly so um yeah man just always try to meet people where 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 they're at and just give them the best quality uh of service um because they'll come back around because they are the supporters of the of the brand you know uh, and so, yeah, man, that's, um, yeah, that's, that's where it's at right there. So how did you come up, like, how did you find that quality? Like, what was that whole journey of trying to find, you know, a manufacturer designs and to make sure that the good quality was getting put out? Okay, so quality or design wise, I have always been an artist from a young age. I really like, I love to draw. I love to paint. I was just very, um, like I just love that stuff. So I wanted, I started designing shorts and all that. Um, quality was a whole different story now because um, there's a lot, again, a lot more details when you're diving deep into this rabbit hole. Now we got to figure out what is the fabric of the garments, right? Is it, is it a nylon spandex? Is it a tri-blend polyester cotton? Like there's so many different blends and you got to, fe- and there's different ways that they weave and sew the fabric to make it, different uh textures so that's a whole nother beast that i had to go through um and still go through so you have to kind of like manufacture shop and get samples and some of them are going to hit some of them are not going to hit and and what i've heard from different people as well it's like no matter how many samples and like when you think you have that finished product there's always some little something's always going to be better (laughs) yeah (laughs) something else yeah a little tiny thing that's just like thrown in there that you're just going to have to like okay let's we still got to go through with it you know and um and so thankfully now I'm, i found like a few manufacturers that have the high quality and here's another thing you have to have something called the moq a minimum order quantity when you're ordering some sort of uh, bulk bulk yeah exactly and sometimes they're like hey we want a hundred pieces only in one color that you're able to order from us and you're like dude wait hold on i don't have that demand yet i'm not there yet yeah exactly but they have a whole factory that if they're in their mind they're like well we're not going to do all this work for 10 pieces because they have to change a bunch of their machines just for 10 pieces that's not even profitable for their side of it exactly and then if they like okay you want you want it that way well we're going to charge you 20 dollars for some shorts you know and then you're like well, how am I going to make the profit now after the shipping and stuff? So it's just like you always got to play with your numbers. And and that's another thing. Like another – it's like know your numbers, man. Know your profit margins. Know what um, 
like how much you're willing to kind of discount it or how much you need to sell it for. And then you got to think about taxes and I'm like, <laughs> wow, dude, there's just so many things. Like I said, that I've learned to, that had to grow and stretch me as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a human in my self-development journey. Um, but the main key of it all, man, was honestly, like we talked about the human connection. Um, I think that is the most important because even if this business is, is gone, right. Or whatnot, what in any situation, the human connection and the human, um, support, support, feel that if you start something else up, everybody's still going to back, back you up on it. Yeah. Cause they didn't, they didn't really follow the brand. They followed you and the brand you were putting out, but they were still, they were still attached to you initially. It wasn't the brand that brought them in. Correct. 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 Um, and so, yeah, I think that's why social media is important as well to showcase that vulnerability of like, guys, this is what I'm struggling with. And then they're like, whoa, I can relate. And like, yo, I see the journey. I see how much work you're putting into it. And people, it, one, it inspires, you know, certain individuals. And then two, they're like, I, I respect you being transparent. Well, like people can of, appreciate and respect it more because yeah. blood equity and sweat equity is a lot. Nowadays, yeah. especially, I think it gets brought up because I don't want to take shots at, but you see these like influencers that really do nothing and yet people follow them. But I think people are starting to realize that like they're not doing anything. Why am I following these uh, people that are just telling me what to do? Like, I don't even know who they are. Correct. So, you know, I want to build something with someone. I want to support someone I actually know that's a real person doing real work. Mm-hmm. A little more back to that blue collar. Yeah, that takes awareness, though, man. That takes awareness and intentional to like, wait, why am I following this person? Is it because of the vanity, or is it because they're actually giving me some sort of value, you know? Um, and so, yeah, it's like you gotta have to, you really gotta be on guard at your mind of all the things that you're consuming on a day to day basis, because tying that into what we talked what we were talking on before you hit that play button, right, is the the downs, right, where, like, I, I sometimes I do want to quit. Sometimes I hit these walls of, like, is this worth it? Do I, am I doing the right things? And I, I have to check myself. I have to check my emotions. I got to see myself, like, five years down the road, ten years down the road, because we're only getting older, and it's, like, time is just – you're getting more responsibilities. You just bought a house. Oh, you got a dog now. It's just like, <laughs> eventually you're going to have a kid. So there's a bunch of things that you have to take into consideration. Um, but stay, stay optimistic, man. And then just keep putting in that work on a day-to-day base. You know, I think as long as you're moving forward in any aspect, then it, then it like kind of makes time feel like it's on your side. Um, but when you get really heavily focused on, Hey, I need to do this by this time. And, you know, kids are coming. I got to get this going. And then all of a sudden it feels like you're really focused on missing time and losing opportunities that way. And you almost have to battle those own personal beings. And I, I think one of the episodes recently, I think it was pretty cool where, um, one of them was, they were talking about separating personal emotions and feelings even from the business separating those from the business Mm because being a startup i mean you are the business so you have to be able to separate those i want to quit feelings and they're real and it's good to understand that they're real but you also have to be like that's my personal feeling that's not the business feeling it's a personal feeling let me separate that the business is still its own thing 
Yeah, and that's where <laughs> having a team helps, right? Where you can delegate those tasks because then sometimes for me, like I'm, I'm, I'm being the person that's posting and I'm like, well, I don't know if I like what that says and I'm like, I don't know if it resonates. And then when you have someone that's already, that task is delegated, they're already type it out, boom, send in. It's like, okay, cool. I don't have to get my emotions involved with that. But yeah, that's something that I'm still working on is just checking my emotions and detaching them. Um, so yeah, man. <laughs> you know, a big thing that I think helps too, I'm big on market research, right? Because mm-hmm. whatever you're going to do, the market is the people. And if you're doing anything for the people, well, the best feedback is going to be from them. And I think it's almost easier from our side of it because I'm an overthinker and I'm a perfectionist. So like if I have to do a task, I mean, I spent eight hours yesterday editing and I think I got like... 10 minutes done wow over that whole time frame because i was listening to everything and like every little thing and i was like wait i can't i can't be that because that's not what anyone else is hearing that's just what i'm hearing because i'm in it um and i think it's big to kind of like reach out send people your thoughts or ideas and then get their feedback from an outsider's perspective because that's a lot more pure than our own mind that's entrenched in it and i think it's important to reach out to the market and kind of get their feedback and let them almost guide the strategy of the business yes thank you for being transparent with that <laughs> thank you seriously um because I, I do get the people involved and it's you know new designs or this color this color and we just try to put that on on the poll on instagram just to share it with people and see like what are their thoughts you know and do document the behind the scenes a little bit as much as I can with like snippets um, and get people involved because people want to they want to see behind the scenes you know like yeah, you yeah. said they want to get involved they want to be bought in it's and when just, they think they're helping make a decision all of a sudden they feel like they're almost part of the business and that's what you want that builds a community with your brand because mm-hmm. now they're all invested in what you're choosing because they're helping you choose it yes and then the, taking it in the next step further is the local community events, like mm-hmm. hosting a um, a group training, you know, a runner's club uh, where people can come through and just hang out and connect. And it's pretty cool to see when it's pretty fulfilling when people show up and there's like two different parties that have never met each other. And then they come together and they meet and then now they're, they're connecting and now they build that relationship and nurture that relationship outside and, um, you know. Oh, they became friends because of you or someone's rocking the brand and then someone across, uh, you know, at the, in the same place is rocking the brand and then they don't know each other, but they see that they're rocking the same brand. It's like, Oh wait, you know, Jimmy or, you know, Jimmy or, you know, the owner. And it's just, it's, it's fulfilling like that. It's just cool. Cause you can just you get some surreal feelings. Cause you're like, okay, this is, I think this is why I started. I'm feeling it now. There's, that's a feeling you don't really know until you're in it. Yeah. And then you're like, I think this feeling means I'm doing it right or I'm in the right path at least. Correct. Because I want everyone to succeed, man. And I want, um, I genuinely want everyone to succeed in their own path. And I know it's, I personally, and you know it too, it's tough. Like the world out here is tough, man. It's going to yeah. smack you around on a day-to-day basis. It's like, it's a spiritual warfare out here, man. And it's just, yeah you need help from others you need the support from others and so i just truly 
just try to support people as much as I can with the time that I have. And, um, and I, that's what the brand really represents, honestly, is just constantly elevating yourself on a day-to-day basis in every area of your life. And um, yeah, and even if nobody bought it, man, I, I'm still rocking it because that's just what's ingrained in, in my heart, man. It's just this constant progression of growth. Yeah, you, you got to find something that you love and if you're doing it for the right reasons those reasons create passion and passion will drive anyone forward on any path when there's always going to be shit that hits the fan and i think that is the probably the biggest thing i think with businesses is no you have to understand that shit's going to hit the fan the world is mean things are rough you can't expect it to go smooth because that's that's only through social media and what you see. Mm-hmm. Nothing's ever go smooth. And as as the sooner you can actually understand that concept that nothing's going to go smooth, you're always going to hit obstacles, then you can embrace them when they start happening because you're like, oh, cool. It's another obstacle. Uh, I already expected it, so let's get through it instead of being numb to the real real life where you're like oh shit this is an obstacle fuck maybe i should quit um but if you know it's coming then you're like eh, here it is life's coming man and any whether yeah. it's business or just your day-to-day journey life's coming and the tying into what we talked about earlier um the comparison man the checking on the comparison because your journey is your journey. It's nobody it's else's. No one else's. No one else's, man. But it's like, and that's tough to, we understand that. But once we open up that phone and we start scrolling through and we're just starting to compare ourselves to other people's lives. And dude, that's the biggest thief of joy is comparison to others. And that's something I struggle. I have to check myself on it every single day, man. Um, because some people are going to have it like that. We're just... They don't have to work three jobs and it just flows with them. But you don't know what other problems that yeah, person's that, dealing that's, with. That's normally well. not real, right? Correct. Uh, I want to believe, you know, when you scroll through them, like I have the same problem where I'm like, fuck, this person, you know, it, everything seems to come easy. But that's just what they post. Mm-hmm. That They're not posting every second. So let's be real. A lot of these people, you have to know that there's a lot more to life than only these little moments that are posted for instant gratification like that's not real and you have to understand that like there's so many variables in life that yeah you know naturally we want to compare but from where you grew up how you grew up the mindsets of how you know what you learn and what's important like there's so many variables that when it really comes down to it to your point no journey is exactly the same between two people never Unless it's like you're a twin and you're attached to the hip physically. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. Yeah, man. Um, And yeah, I I, I don't have anything else to say on that. It's just like, oh, yes, I do. Actually, I do. It's work with what you currently have, whatever, wherever you're at, just work with it, man. And it's, you can't wish for, I wish I had this or that. It's just wherever you're at, embrace it fully and take advantage of every all all i have is this iphone okay cool start making content off of that iphone all i have is this then utilize all 
resources that you have right now in order to to just get the momentum going because the moment you start looking elsewhere you're just you're you're using one of your most valuable assets which is your focus and wherever your focus goes the energy is going to flow so put it into where you're at right now and just take action man um and then find the balance the work-life balance because as you know this entrepreneur life man is soul sucking (laughs) monday through sunday yeah 24 hours a day and it's like yo where am i even living at this point like when's the last time i went to the beach you almost have to like blink and just like what the fuck is happening am i in a show is this a black mirror all right i am a real human Hello, yes. everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you're just your mind's on so many firing off on so many cylinders of what needs to get done in order for this to continue to grow. And you're like, dude, when's the last time I kind of just just chilled and relaxed and go to nature or hang out with some friends that are just you know, there's a work life balance that I'm still trying to figure out as well. And, that's, uh, that's a big thing I do is I think nature is one of the most. Or I think it's the most leveling mental thing you can do is just go and trench yourself into something where there's like no technology you're just in nature because then I, th- I feel like that's the only way to separate the mind always in full 100 miles an hour with all engines and all that car shit that i don't know but everything running <laughs> full cylinders yeah and when you're out in complete nature all of a sudden your mind is only thinking of what's really important and kind of like takes all that bullshit out because you're not even thinking of it at that point and so i think that's super important especially with a startup to just have those breathers and almost like set little uh like benchmarks like all right cool i got this i got through this next obstacle now let's get grounded regroup again this is why i did it boom next like let's go after it next uh I think that's important. You know, we know the right answers of what to do. <laughs> it's just doing it, you know? Like, we know we need to have that balance. We know we should set those benchmarks, like you said, and let me just get off it. But then we just slowly get back on that phone, you know? So it's just really executing and committing to your word of like, hey, on Sunday, I am not touching this phone, man. It's just me, the present moment, and wherever I'm at right now, and just living you know instead of constantly just work 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 because do these days just blend in yeah you got to be <laughs> conscious about that too because it's easy to say hey i'll have sunday off and then a customer email or something you're like fuck i can't boundaries boundaries yep yep <laughs> and you got to almost be like mm, nope right away because if you start even opening something you're gone yeah, see ya <laughs> exactly so but- and and so I know I like that it's more mentally focused because I, I think a startup, you know, as much as people think it's more of like the money and the risks, I think it's more of a mental challenge for yourself to actually go through that journey. Like, yeah, money comes and goes, but your mentality is the only thing that you'll always be with you your whole life. So you right. have to make sure that you're mentally getting through this. It's it's almost less about the business or the numbers or the money. Like those are obviously very important aspects, but your passion, your drive, your focus, like mm-hmm. that's really priority number one. Yes. Just dive in, man. Just dive in, burn the bridges in the back, uh, in a sense of just don't look back, just hop on and you're going to become the person 
necessary for those blessings to come because God's not going to give you anything that you're not ready for. So whatever you have right now, it's enough for you right now on that plate. So you're going to work with it and just figure it out, figure it out. And you will, you're going to succeed You're every day. You're succeeding. Even like the quote unquote failures, they're learning lessons for the blessings to come. You have to fail to succeed. Exactly. If you don't know failure, you're never going to succeed. Exactly. And if you, and then just as you're progressing, check in on yourself and make sure, is this still what I really truly want? If not, how can I pivot it to make it what I truly want? You know? And before we even, uh, because I want to jump back into the business, but a big part I want to kind of piggyback off that is, I'm a big believer on always asking yourself why, right? Find your why, know your why. And whenever you start getting all foggy headed or all off tracks, well, what's my why? Why am I doing this? Why do I want to do this? And then that brings you back into the the real core of everything. And then, all right, now you start having a clearer picture of everything. Um, so anyone out there just... Always remember, ask yourself the why to everything and anything. I think that's important because when you understand the why behind something, well, it's a lot easier to focus on that something because now you know your purpose for it. I needed to hear that actually. Just because <laughs> everyone does. Yeah, man. Because I guess, like you said, we're so all over the place that we to check in on yourself and be like, wait, what is my why? You almost got to like write it down and put it somewhere where you can see it every day. Like, hey, remember your why. And then that's your why is written down right below. Yeah, that's not know? something I just <laughs> learned and then did it. That took like yeah. years of trying to create a habit of feeling like losing myself or getting carried away with the negative feelings or the obstacles because those are easy to focus on, right? Any, any tough time is way easier for a human mind to remember than even a positive time. So you have to keep um, grounding yourself back to your why, and that'll kind of keep you, uh, I don't want to say cleansed, but keeps all that negative stuff without letting it settle in and actually like creating a home inside of you. This is the jewels we need right here, Peter. Thank there, you. There, look at that. Ted talk, yeah, Peter talk. So- <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, with the business, so we started doing the manufacturing. We started ordering, uh, obviously hitting those failures to learn kind of the trial and errors. They're not failures. Mm-hmm. We don't failures are failures. We understand that trial and errors, right? Uh, and then where do we go? Kind of where did that? Where did the business go from there? After we get the quality um, where we want it to be, now we start utilizing um, our circle of our network our neck our network group right so our friends anybody who um you know what i'm gonna switch your word out maybe you'll like this switch network out always for community Community. they mean the same thing but network i feel is more technology based because it is and community is more people based but they both mean essentially the same thing correct okay i like that yeah so we went into our community after we get the product and the higher and the high quality we start implementing that on the athletes whether it be or females and the males they try it on we do photo shoots we get them involved and we um we also actually before 
even that, we have to schedule out, okay, what's the theme of this launch? Are we going for more of an industrial look? Are we going more for a summer, spring vibe? Okay, now how can we tailor that and on our feed, right? Or how we're going to be posting this. How are, What's it going to look like the next 10 posts, 20 posts? vision board. You have to have the vision board because that's going to be like, it's almost like you're taking them on a journey on through the social media platform. So that's another aspect of things that we need to take in consideration because or not. I mean, hey, every business is different. Like I've seen business with like uh, pictures and content all over the place. But when it's smooth, simple and thought of, I see that it is more resonated with the consumers so planning a clear understanding of what it is and the focus on it correct correct so we have once we have that layered out color palettes now we go and take it to the community we have the athletes we go to certain locations and we start to to shoot everything um you know the athletes keep their pieces as well and then once we have all the content edited um there's different styles of content that we have to create because content is king when it comes down to this whole media thing, right? What different types of content? Content for like an emotional video or is it going to be an unboxing? Is it going to be uh, how this piece can add value to your life? So there's just different types of content that we have to create so that we're able to now once we post that content we're gonna throw marketing dollars at it right so that it's going to spread awareness to not only the community that knows you but community that does not know you um and then that's marketing side of it right and then another marketing aspect of it is with the athletes depending on their following right the influential part of it and how engaged they are with their community them talking about the product and posting it also helps generate traction for the page in order for people to oh okay i just found this brand i might not buy into it right now but i'll click a follow okay i'll like the picture and it's just this is where the never-ending process comes in with it comes down to content creation and marketing and being on a consistent um on a consistent base with that and then after we hype it up for the launch right we now receive orders once we receive orders then it's a whole different beast when it comes down into the um the shipping and the delivering okay so let's say before we even get into that how how do you choose which items that were going to be your first ones like how do you decide between man or woman or shorts or shirts like I'm in the gym all five, six days a week, man, five to six days a week. So I'm seeing, I'm always observing like what is, what are, what are the women wearing? What are the men wearing? Okay. Is that like too, um, too much exposure? Is, the, is that tank top too douchey? You know, is cause like comfortable. Is that why they're wearing it? Is it just trendy or is it just a study? You want to just yeah, show off nice their fit? Yeah, exactly. What was our reason behind choosing that outfit? Exactly. So what was the reason? Right. So then I take it a next step further. It's like, what problem are we solving? What problem are we solving? Cause I had shorts where I had, you know, normal pockets, but then the pocket would, there was no zip or compression in the pocket. And when I sat down or when I ran, like the, the phone just comes over and just hits me, you know, a and I'm like moving. a lot moving. Yeah. And, um, 
So, and then for the women's was like, okay, the waistband, the waistbands that are too, um, not high enough so that when they're squatting now the the waistband is coming down and it's almost showing their they're like they're the crack of the butt and it's just they're always constantly pulling them up and it's just if i'm in the gym and i'm performing or if i'm on my day-to-day base how can i feel comfortable and look good and still be intentional with the active wear that i'm currently wearing so i decided to add zippers to the um, to shorts right a towel holder for the shorts if your case you're going for a run or like i ran That's for a cool feature yeah i ran in the spartan race i got i got you know drenched in some water i took my shirt off ringed it out threw it in my towel holder and i just boom kept running in my you know just kept running kept moving um the our cross body bags also intentional right they have magnetic clips to hold a towel or a shirt in case like i went hiking in colorado i utilized that you know um so just being intentional with the active wear adding pockets adding zippers okay high waistband tummy compression making you um just be able to perform better in whatever sport that you're doing, even if it's just, you know, your day-to-day athleisure wear. Um, yeah, because your fit also builds natural confidence, right? If you, if you know your clothes are with you and doing what you want them to do, well, now you don't have to worry about not feeling right. Your confidence is full speed ahead. Correct. Like me, for example, one of my problems was like shirts, when they're too short and you raise their hand, uh, you raise your arms up, your belly starts to show. Now I have to pull it down like every workout or like if I'm doing something, I have to pull the sleeves down. Like I don't want to 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 do all that. Like I want the shirt to fit a certain way. Not it's not gonna fit a certain way for everybody, right? But um that's hey, where that, you that lower belly is my self conscious moment. So <laughs> thank you for focusing <laughs> on making sure it doesn't show. Exactly, man. <laughs> Add up but and then I just I love zippers, man. I just love zippers. I love pockets. Um I think pockets are the way to go with anything. Cause I just I have a lot of stuff I carry in my hands, like my phone, and these phones just either get bigger or they get smaller, and it's just like your keys Pants are getting as well. tighter. It's it's all going different ways. Ways, man, yeah. <laughs> so, like, where can I put all this stuff and just have my hands free and still have it, like, be a part of me because, you know, we can't live without our phones nowadays. So. Um, yeah. But yeah, just being intentional with the active wear and the pieces that we're choosing and then, um, and then showcasing those... Um, those little the, the, the perks right the yeah. benefits of these pieces and be like your life can get better because of this um, how, how did you figure out the women's side of things because damn i could barely figure out what i need for my own clothes and listening to uh, women figure out what they want to wear how it fits i mean that's that's like a different language yeah, the women w- the women's line was a little bit harder. Um, obviously, the glutes, man. The women want to show the glutes. Was it a lot of market research, a lot of feedback? Since obviously, yeah, you're a man. <laughs> yes, absolutely. A lot of market feedback. Um, a lot of female athletes speaking to them and asking the questions, like you said. Hey, what do you like about those leggings? What do you, you know, what do you like about that top? What do you like about the sports bra? You know, most of the time it's the aesthetics. Some, uh, other times it's the colors, the colors that they vibe with. Um, and so I just take all that in and then just try to elevate 
the garment, right? Mm, By adding that's where the names. In. Yeah, just literally be intentional with all of it, man. So you see, if you go on our profile, it says intentional activewear. So everything is intentional that we try to do, whether it be a slide pocket, zip pocket, the high waist, the the the, the booty scrunch a little bit, just enough to like accentuate your glutes, but not where it's just like all out there in your face. Because I would still want it to be minimalistic elegancy but be able to perform in it as well simplicity but productivity almost yes yes exactly um and so yeah and then we just add the color palette based off the seasons and uh, another thing is just like finding out your your margins as well because sometimes it's not worth buying whatever piece if it's if it doesn't make sense in the numbers you know yeah you run those numbers first right before you go down a path because i think that's huge to to run numbers first because as much as we love our ideas and thoughts for a business to succeed you still need the fuel of the money uh, and you need to make sure margins are going to be sufficient enough to make sure you're continuing forward correct so for example peter uh our last collection, I think it was the Vice collection, they were already pre-made. They were pre-made leggings. We just sampled them. Okay, felt them out. This is good material. This is something I want to put out there. They're already made. When it comes to custom making pieces, you're very limited with the amount you get because you have to order in bulk, right, for it to be custom made. And then when it's ordering in bulk you have to like i said 50 pieces one color 100 pieces for two colors and like where's the demand for that so you got to pick and choose so i've had you know females um the hardest part of the females is when it's um women that are getting in shape they're just starting on their journey so they're still in that losing weight phase but they still want to look cute as well and sometimes i can't provide they want to feel good to work to get where they want to be exactly good but get where they want to feel good correct and i can't provide them with the pair of leggings that they want because it doesn't fit right and it's like okay there comes a point where you gotta ask your i I let them know listen every business works off of profit you know um if we're not or if we're not profiting or doing cash flow then there's no I, i can't just make this specific piece for this demographic and that demographic not purchase it exactly because now we just have products sitting on the shelf so it's just a constant just checking in with the business what's moving and your cash flow that's coming in and uh still have your ears open though and and listening to the people because it's not just like oh you don't make leggings for these type of people and be like i don't really care no it's not like that i do care but let me explain to you how this operates and educate you a little bit oh okay now that makes sense oh that's that is pretty smart i'm like yes because they don't know unless they're in the business doing it you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying certain people like you should, you just make this right. You should you should just have this on on deck. And it's like it doesn't work like that. Yeah, everyone wants to give their two cents. Yeah. But I'll listen to them. Like I'll, well, I'll yeah, be respectful. Yeah, I'll respect. I'll be respectful. You know, I'm not to be like just. There's certain things I'm just like. Okay, listen. We're you never know. You know, you know what you're talking about. That's here. when you have to. I appreciate your feedback. We'll take it into consideration. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, it's gotta it's gotta make sense for the business. As much as we all want everything to work properly for everyone. It's just not realistic. And I think that's today's society where we all just want 
everybody to be perfectly happy. And I, I mean, I want that more than anyone, but not everyone can be happy because we're all so different. And we also have to embrace that and see value in that. Hey, we are all different. We're all not going to think or want the same things, but that doesn't make us wrong or bad. That makes us all interesting. We're all different humans. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome because it'd be really fucking boring if we were all the same. To tie on, <laughs> to tie into that, it's like we're not for everybody. Peter, you're not going to be for everybody. Me as well. I'm not going to be for everybody. The brand is not going to be for everybody. Like, because mine is a faith based business, right? So when the people see blessed on there, they're like, oh, do you have this without the word blessed? I'm like, no, sir. Literally, that color, the black is always going to have blessed. Blue will always have patience. Like, I color coordinate them to the word. And that's just how it is. And that's how it's going to be. Oh, well, it's a little expensive. Well, then you're not for us, you know, because. We know what goes on behind the scenes to market it at this price and I, to, to lessen the price is to devalue the brand and to devalue the work that's been put in behind it. And so it's like you, you're not for – if you want something cheaper, then go to TJ Maxx, go to whatever and just find something for you there. But then we're not your demographic, you know, um, because – based off of what you're feeling. I can tell you the value of it. You can feel the value of it. Um, it's, it is what it is. And if dude, 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 there's people selling shorts, Eric Emanuel, hundred dollars for some shorts, man, for some mesh shorts. All right. Colorful mesh. Shorts. And again, limited edition prints, but again, he's built the name hundred dollars shorts. And like, I'm like, I'm not going to be paying a hundred dollars, but someone else will like, it's just, it's what you value. You know, it's what you value. And I think everyone needs to understand that every business, maybe if they don't, they don't see it this way or look deep enough, but every business focuses on a customer base. If any business tries to pertain to every single person, you're going to crash and fail because you can't have that amount of products to fit everyone's pricing or look or what they fit like that's just not going to happen i think the only business that even uh tries to preach that they have it for everyone is i think burger king when they say you can have it your way and we all know how that goes <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's never any of our way it's just always whatever they slough on there but absolutely uh, yeah you got to focus on a certain to your point where you have to solve, you're solving a problem, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that same problem solving is not going to solve everyone's problem. Uh, you can't focus on that or you're going to stress and f fuck your own head up. You got to, hey, this is my customer base. This is the price point. This is the fit. And I want to fix all the problems for this customer base. And I hope there's another company out there that will fix, you know, the problems for a whole different demographic. Like I still want them to get taken care of, but that's just not going to be from my business personally. Mm -hmm. Non-negotiables. And I refer them out, man. Like for example, like I haven't solved the problem for the, um, for the, you know, like the heavier set women. And it's like, you know what, if this is where you're at right now, I can refer you to, uh, um, a company this is buff bunny collections boom they have these sizes to this size like That's i'm not focus yeah like and, and i'm i'm not scared to refer a business because there's plenty there's always going to be yeah. an abundance of people you know and yeah man it's just non-negotiables non-negotiables yeah, when it comes down you to your business true to your own um 
your own path for what you want the business you know mm-hmm. anything or anyone can um, make you think that you should you know take a different route but you gotta you gotta figure out again go back to your why mm-hmm. right yes uh, look at that that was beautifully placed that was, uh, <laughs> that was, that was impressive <laughs> so how long have uh, since the first fit came out or sold how long ago was that uh, I think the first collection was beginning of 2019, I believe. First first collection drop. Because I started it in late 2018 is when I started designing everything. So 2019 is when I kind of first dropped, you know, the first line, so to speak, around that time. Um, so, yeah. How did, how did the pandemic work with you guys? Or how did you guys work with the pandemic? So, pandemic was one of those... Um, I was taking a hiatus. I started focusing on, I was focusing more on training. I wasn't as um, passionate about the, the business right there. So I, I kind of pivoted and said, okay, let me, instead of focus on the clothing brand, I'm just going to focus on my personal training and um, paying off some of this, some of this debt. Cause I wasn't doing the pop-ups yet. And I wasn't, <clears throat> excuse me, I wasn't doing the marketing aspect online yet. So it was kind of just like, word of mouth or small businesses that I'm currently at. So I pivoted towards the training. And then once I pandemic hit, I pivoted back and um, I'm like, okay, let's do like a reload launch where um, we're going to just, we're going to buy a minimal amount of pieces. We're going to shoot this little collection drop, see how it goes. And it took, it, it, it sold out like sold what, out when, when exactly was that that was 2020 like when the pandemic happened back in like march march like right when, when it hit like right uh right when it hit probably like um, two months in i think it was so, june yeah, it was, was in say, june i think it started hitting us at the end of march and then by april we were on yeah shutdown. So shut down yeah so around like may june um released that and it, it hit and then another what three four months later we dropped another collection and it hit again and it was just like okay all right, so there's something here right now, you know. So the pandemic it, sounds like that was your moment of clarity that hey, I do have something. Now let's run with it. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy because I wasn't doing any pop-ups, so like it, you know, it was there's a couple of things that played in a role, right? Whether it's the athletes, just more time to like invest into um all in on that because we weren't seeing people on a one-on-one base so maybe there was a couple variables in there as well people weren't spending a lot of money Uh, but 2020 was one of our best years (laughs) which is good it sounds bad but i feel like a lot of the businesses that got through the pandemic the ones that got through it a lot of them i hate saying this song but because some people might take offense, but it helped a lot of the businesses that were successful. Somehow the pandemic, whether it's like strategy or just the mindset of the people out there with, you know, buying online or buying more local mm-hmm. or things like that, where it almost enhanced their business. Yes, I, I agree. Um, you know, a brick and mortars took a hit, took a big hit. Um, but yeah, the e-commerce took a jump up but yes a lot of failures for customers that way too because everyone wanted started e-commerce at that point at that point yeah but that came down more to trusting your community because they knew you weren't some e-commerce scam that's just shipping and shit from overseas and we don't even know who they are and so then everyone has to buy 
you know, e-commerce style over, you know, website or things like that. And then when you know someone that's actually doing it, well, hey, now I know what I'm getting is direct from someone I trust. Yeah. So, yeah, man. I don't <laughs> even know. I don't even know how to like to go about that. It's just um, it definitely thrived on the e-commerce uh, and the community definitely supported at that time. And they still do. But now it's just everything's back open. You know, we can do more a drop off a little bit of a drop off. But now again, uh, another more settling back into real life settling back to real life but pivoting to more events now now actually going out there and shaking hands and talking to people and really connecting and showcasing the brand so it's still growing it was it's still just in a different way instead shaking of, babies kissing hands think what of, I, mean, I was about <laughs> to maybe it's the opposite yeah, totally <laughs> kidding don't shake a baby <laughs> <laughs> so yeah man so what kind of events so we're doing like gyms events crossfit yeah, um, expos. So we just got done with the UBU Orlando Expo. Um, they also host one in Texas and they host one in Arizona. We're going to be doing one called the Tampa Bay Fitness Expo in August, August 26th, 27th. So if you guys are out there in Tampa, go check that out. Crazy, bro. This fitness expo is crazy is it it's one of the bigger ones one of the bigger ones for florida for sure there's one in miami too uh but the miami one passed um but it's it's strong man olympic weightlifting crossfit event bodybuilding uh there's just so many different events and just a bunch of stuff happening man in this one place is your Metro focus Center. at those events is that more of a brand and just the clothing attire or is it more of trying to connect the brand with you know popular athletes directly and then letting that play out to the people kind of both man brand awareness brand awareness because okay so the goal is to sell right but at the and another way to look at it's like if someone just came through and just met us and they're not ready to buy they've met us they've had that connection they've interacted they know us in a personal level now a little bit and so when they comes comes back around on their feed they're like oh okay i've met these people uh, i'm more inclined to buy right now so brand awareness is just big man sometimes it's going to take two three times four or five times to for people to see your brand to be like let me pull the trigger and invest that those dollars into them you know the mental algorithm yeah, yeah. It's like social media. Really. We have it in our own head. Yeah. yeah People need to see it a couple times and uh, know that it's there. And then when you see it a couple times, then your mind's actually processing it more. When mm -hmm. you see something for the first time, it's like, oh, cool, that's new. And then you never remember it. Especially online, right? So yep. uh, one of the biggest feedbacks I get are like, I'm more of a old school person where I got to try it and fit it and um, and feel it on me instead of like, because let's be honest, right? I mean, we've all done it. We've purchased stuff from Amazon where we've gotten it. And you're like, this wasn't what I thought it was going <laughs> to be. It's a, the size is a little bit smaller. It doesn't fit or the shelf, you know, whatever. And so now they have to return that. So when it comes down to a small business, sometimes the in-person brick and mortar is key, is key for them to feel it, touch it, experience it, you know, um, and, and, and buy it at that point. So that is a big key factor as well. And the... And you got to figure out too, like, how do I best do this return policy? Because we're not going to have a brick and mortar, at least at this very moment, 
And so people are going to have to take the chance of ordering it. But we also have to understand that it might not always fit everyone or it might not always be exactly what they want. And finding a smooth way to be able to do returns or exchanges and not let it affect the business and still figure out how to keep moving forward. I think that's important too. Like if someone says no refunds, I don't even want to buy it. Especially if it's like an attire. Thankfully, again, customer service is our biggest key here, right? If something happens to the garment, we will exchange it. We'll give it, we'll give you a whole new one. Uh, If we don't, we'll find a way to compensate you on the website when it comes down into uh, uh, returns, 30 days exchange. It's already on there. You know, we have like a whole like terms of policy on there. Um, I will always go above and beyond for the customer that has purchased because they will, they will you never know. Yeah, they will they come took back. a chance on you. They took so a chance you on you. Or, them for that. And they'll refer people to you. Word of mouth referral. So it's never, it's never, um, I'm always looking to, to satisfy the customer, right? Now, here's a situation, ready? Where people, okay, they want to return. All right, cool. So all you got to do is ship it out once we receive it, just like Amazon, once it's received, we refund you. Some people never send it. There's, we're not going to refund you. If we're not going to, you know, you know. So it's like you got to put in the work too, where you got to ship that sucker out. We'll refund you the shipping too, but you got to go and do some work too. It's like, it's not, dude. Amazon's killing the game, obviously, as you know. Yeah. They, it got, it's gotten so easy where it's like you pull, and I'm so guilty of it, man. You pull up to UPS, scan this little code, they do it all for you. You, you're out, you know. Yeah, but you don't even have to package it anymore. No. You're just like, here's this shirt, scan it. I'm, I'm done. Out, I'm done, and then your money's back in like two days, you know. Yeah. But not with a small business, obviously. You gotta send it back. They gotta see. They once they get it, okay, boom. Yeah, you return, you know, refund and all that. So, yeah, it's quite an interesting journey, this whole (laughs) business owner. And so what's kind of, well, let me go backwards a little bit. Uh, When you had the idea of this business, was it always kind of where it's going now, where it's different, you know, both genders, both, or not both, but um, all aspects of clothing, shorts, shirts, was that always the idea or was it, did it start with something smaller and then kind of grew to that? I think it's shifting now where it was all – I was a people pleaser, man. I wanted to do <laughs> – I wanted to uh, – males, females, all of the garments, like shorts, uh, leggings, tank tops, sports bras, like all of it, man. Now it's like, okay. That's tough with clothing especially. I have to hold all that inventory, yep. man. And if I don't have – and I'm not going to – like right it's a, it's a small growing business right now and i'm not going to can't put all your capital in inventory for it not to move right i'm not gonna and i'm also not gonna store it in a warehouse where i'm paying even more overhead for no reason yeah so it's like i'm holding on to that inventory so now we're i'm pivoting more towards like a limited uh limited edition collection drop where okay only gonna be one of 50 two of 50 you know for that for men's mesh shorts men's tank tops um and now these are custom made garments even higher quality than what we already are used to so it's gonna i'm just gonna try to pivot it and approach it in that direction now um and see how see how that works out because you want to try something new in business every once in a while as well because i've i'm used to buying multiple colors different pieces holding all this inventory and now we got to move it and dish it out um but now we're just going to approach it in a different way with limited edition collections you know what um strategy or what 
um, startup business too that you can uh, kind of track that model. Um, Bros with hose, they no. do plants. It's just plants, but they do a one week drop. That's the only way you can buy from them. You can't order online randomly. They do a weekly drop. They have a certain limit of you know plants that they're gonna do, and then when it's gone, it's gone. Right? Bros with so hose. It, yeah, so it keeps the inventory right they they don't want to just grow all these plants and then you know some plants die or what um, i don't know the behind the scenes but i'm sure they don't want to just buy a bunch of plants and then whatever people buy and then they throw away the the rest if you know they can't keep up with it so they blast it every week and they sell out within minutes every week and you know what it also does is mentally people like that uh that energy, like, oh, sh- I, they wait for the drop. People wait for it. Like, oh, I used to have my notifications because I would buy a plant like every week. It was like my little mental piece. Yeah. So I don't have an alarm on my phone five minutes before their drop. Mm-hmm. I'd be ready to go. And then if a plant got sold out, guess what that made me naturally want to do? Well, next week I'll get ready quicker, quicker. or earlier. Yeah. And the now, urgency. Now huh? they're selling themselves. Yeah, on that urgency, urgency alone. It's building that within the people to. You know, everyone wants what they can't have, right? Yes. So if they ever see something sold out, I mean, mentally, all of a sudden, you're like, I don't even want that fucking thing. But you know what? It's sold out. I want that shit now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes so, you feel like a loser. And you're like, I want to be a winner. Yeah. You know? I want to so, get it. Okay. I, I, ch- I check them out. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting model because I'm sure there's a, I'm sure it's not the normal strategy, but fucking works no that's 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 what we're going to be pivoting towards right now and um i'm building up that hype currently and with the men's tank tops it's like phenomenal the new men's tank tops are phenomenal man um they're like a nylon fabric i feel i tell people it's like this is nanotech from from (laughs) iron man right here okay is that the Um, is this the new um it's going to not this is the new collection drop is happening um this friday for with for the women's it's a open back premium tank and an open back premium tee uh very breathable the nylon fabric for the for the quality and they're also we're also releasing the athleisure shorts for women as well um very they're high quality for either performance if you want or just kind of just chilling as well uh, dual pockets, drawstrings, and then the males are. We came out with the men's performance tees. I'm actually rocking one of them right now. Um, it's Fits a cotton, good. yeah, it's a cotton spandex blend. Wait till you feel it. Um, the cool thing about the spandex blend is that it always keeps its state. So with cotton, if you stretch it, or polyester, if you stretch it out, it like stays stay stretched. stretched. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing is it doesn't shrink in the dryer, and the smell. So like it. Uh, it doesn't hold on to odor as well. Breeze, right? Is that the term y'all use in the I think clothing it's called, industry? I think so. Maybe that. I know. Like I know. Like mo- breathe the words, not like absorbing all the stink or sweat. Yeah. Or so anything. moisture wicking is a is a big um, terminology that they use in there. So, but that's like it holds the sweat, but in ten minutes it's it, it dries, you yeah. know. And it and after like one wash, the odor is not there. So that's the cool thing about the cotton spandex blend that I like, and that's going to be releasing this Friday, after July twenty ninth. Correct. July. Do 29th. you have Do you have anything that's coming out uh, in the next few weeks? That because once this episode comes out, I want you know maybe the next one because no offense, this episode's not coming out before July 29th. No, no, fair, fair, fair <laughs> enough. No, um, so let's get the people something. okay. So, if something around so around 
probably the time that this drops, uh, I'm not too sure, uh, will be the black and gold collection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the black and gold collection, that's going to be the men's um, mesh shorts that we're, we're creating. It's only going to be 50 of them, and they're going to be uh, zip, back zip pocket, regular pocket on the left. There's no liners in these. Our men's performance shorts that we currently have have liners, but not these. They're going to be a lot more breathable uh, drawstrings as well. The men's, I don't even know what to call them, the black and gold tank tops, which have the nylon fabric as well. Very breathable. Once anyone that's felt them on a, in, on a face-to-face basis, they are in love with them. They've tried it on. That will be coming out, and it's going to have our uh, mantra, give more, become more, on the back. And then the females are, <clears throat> excuse me, are going to become, we're going to be coming out with the black and gold collection of the leggings, which has a, a slide pocket on the left, zip pocket on the right, high waistband, semi-scrunch uh, on the back for the glutes, and then it's going to come in a version of shorts as well, which are like six inch inseams for the girls just to show the quad and uh, it's not like the biker shorts a lot of girls don't like the biker shorts so <laughs> that's going to be the that's going to be the new collection when probably when this drops too is that going to be something that you're going to go take out to ucf them being black and gold and school coming back i'm not sure someone said that to me but yeah i could I mean, be i think could what, they go back to school august in a few weeks right yeah and obviously with their colors people get back into school after summer that's when they're all hyped up and love their school again. Black and gold, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would, yeah. I would go take it out to a tail. Uh, shit, do it at a tailgate. Maybe. I'd yeah. Bring I'll a table. That. Do a little. Uh, a little pop up right there. Yeah, just throw 50 bucks or whatever it costs for a keg or something. Let people come just to bring them to the tent, free beer, and then have your stuff there. It's black and gold. You know how many people are going to want to buy clothes when they're mentally in that tailgate? supporting their team the game's about to happen yeah i like that dude i buy so much sports shit the day of a game that i'm not even gonna wear right there but i'm in that i'm in that moment where i'm like yeah i love my team whatever whatever works with my team that's me we Uh, we better win then at that point you know go nice i'm not even a ucf fan but um, oh man (laughs) green and orange okay okay yeah little canes life canes shout out to my canes mario cristobal Canes Uh, miami yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better respect. I don't know, dude, they, wait, what sport, though? All of them. All of them. Okay. Oh, yeah. 305 till I die. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, wrapping up, I like to kind of end it, especially since you're, I still, you're still kind of in those early stages, right? Correct. Obviously, gotten past the very first early stages, but we're still, in the grand scheme of things, still very early on. What feedback or um, feedback suggestions that you would give any potential entrepreneur out there that hasn't started or taken that chance? Uh, what what advice would you give them? Research your taxes. No, I'm just totally <laughs> kidding. I'm, well, not kidding, well, actually. Yeah, not, not kidding, kidding at all. That is one. Yeah, no, federal taxes <laughs> and state taxes are a thing, people. Save 30% of whatever profit that you're making and put that off to the side. You but, should pay your taxes, set it up to pay them monthly. It's a little easier than doing it yearly and then realizing. I do quarterly. Yeah, or, yeah quarterly. so you're not getting smacked with some massive yearly bill. Bro, serious. <laughs> but plan. Yeah, but um, other than that, I would definitely do market research. Uh, 
get your people and community involved with it and what about mindset before even starting it's a lot more mental than anything mindset man you just gotta you gotta jump you gotta jump and you're gonna have to know that there's gonna be problems regardless and whether you want to do it or not do it to have the power um and you're gonna grow you're gonna figure it out i promise you you're gonna figure it out and i think if if someone believes that they want something enough if you feel like you want to do something or create something and you have like a burning feel inside of you, do it because that, that burning feel is going to stay lit. And as long as you have that, you'll figure out how to maneuver through your journey. Uh, if, you don't, if you don't have that fire passion to start something, then honestly, you're going to hit obstacles and those obstacles are going to win. To tie on to that, either... You're going to live with the pain of discipline or live with the pain of regret. regret. Yeah, Jim Rohn, you know that one. Well, yeah. I, I'm, I always use a saying that if you're going to look back on it, are you, going to reg- are you going to be more mad at yourself for doing it and failing or are you going to have a bigger regret for not ever trying? Uh, and that's how I kind of make decisions. Like, hey, if I want to do this and if I don't do it, am I going to hate myself for it? Or is it worth it to do and it fail, but at least be like, hey, I fucking, I tried. I did it. And that's the mindset right there, honestly, <laughs> Peter. Like summarizing, because we can go so deep into like all these self-development stuff, you know. But really, it, it's that, man. Take the chance or you're going to live with the regret and it's going to be eating at you. You know if it's eating at you. You know if it's eating at you. Um, so, yeah, take the chance, man, because like we talked about earlier, we're never tomorrow's never prom- the next moment after this is not promised, you know, no. so hopefully I can walk out of here with all my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yes, man. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, man, thanks for uh, coming on. I, I love that we were uh, a little more mental mindset driven because I think that's super important. Uh, but before we go, give a, a shout out to your the Instagram, the business uh, put all your plugs in. Yeah. So our Instagram is going to be elev.fitness. That's E-L-E-V dot and then fitness. And that's on all social media platforms. We're on Instagram, YouTube, uh, TikTok as well. They have some cool, cool videos whenever they, you guys do photo shoots. They're pretty badass. Yes, yes, yes. We do a lot of behind the scenes as well. And that's, I think that's the tags right there, Peter. So, yeah, you guys check us out. I know this will be out probably after July 29th, but check <laughs> out the website for sure. Snag yourself some pieces. Um, and yeah, just be on the lookout because, yeah, we're on the growth. Come up here. Yeah, be a part of it, guys. Don't, don't wait and be about it later on. Jump on it from the get. That's what makes it even cooler. So go get them, check it out. Hopefully I get to have some soon enough and then uh, I'll see you next time. All right, boss. Is that it?